You ever see those stories where a family sells the house and they quit their jobs and they buy an RV and they go across the country and that's how they teach the kids? Yeah, seen that a time or two. Always kind of envious of that. And then yeah, there's it looks some sort people of appealing. who do the same thing, but they do it at sea. That's what the Robertson family did many, many years ago. That seems less appealing. 52 years ago, they did this. On January 27th, 1971, the family had bought a 50-year-old schooner. Oh, that's the a lot Lucette. Of and on board were former dairy farmers Lynn and Dougal, or Dougal, mm-hmm, their 18-year-old daughters and 16-year-old son Douglas, and nine-year-old twin sons Neil and Sandy. So they were farmers. They sold the farm. They sold everything. Going around the world, 18 months. That schooner? I always and thought a were... schooner was like a little <laughs> okay. tiny boat. Say it, Steve, because I was about to ask, Freebeer, if you looked at this article, or Steve, since you're playing this, there's a picture included <laughs> in the article. That's not the schooner. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Okay, because that was like a raft. Are you sure? That's a lifeboat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, a schooner is pretty good size. That's like a couple of sails, isn't it? Two or three sails. and like Oh, I don't know. Relatively big. I think it's big enough for a family of five. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I mean, you couldn't even leave the port yeah, in this it's, thing. It's not a Wait, canoe. You thought, the, you thought the yellow life raft was what they were going to sail around the world okay, in? Okay, it's misleading. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> it kind of is. It no, is it's little, not. Because the article starts out exactly how free beer just teased it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's like this family set sail. And then, boom, the picture that is provided, <laughs> yeah, they look like they're on a dinghy. And it's, no one it's, names it's, a rubber boat. <laughs> no one keeps it for okay. 50 years. How do you know? I, I bet mean, they do. Boy. You might. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, I'm so. sure a rubber boat from the 20s would have been great. All right, here's the here's the article. Okay, look at how okay. we, look at what Kelly's asking. This, okay, this, this is, is the guy. Scooter. Okay, all this right. This is the guy. Yep. Family defies odds. Yeah, right. Family and stranded and at sea. Yeah. Uh huh. There he is. Yeah, right. So you think you think that's the schooner? You think that's what they took around the world? It looks like like a bathtub wearing wearing a life vest. Yes. Moana had a better setup than this. It's just when I read this originally, I thought, of course they didn't make it. What were they thinking? I'm right there with you, Kelly. I love that Kelly's like, say it, Steve. Say it. I need someone on this journey with me. You say it first. (laughs) You you take the stupid. Okay. I was like, it wasn't just me. It was. (laughs) I mean, what could go wrong? They have one oar. There's six of them. There's no no room. That's not true. They have at least three because two of them make up the mast and the sail. Which they also use as a sheet. And yeah, to keep warm. <laughs> yeah. This text, for your perspective, Kelly, a schooner is about the same size as a large potato you can live in. Okay. <laughs> uh, God. All right. So, um, so they, they the didn't... whole idea of them sailing around the world had started um, with their son, Neil, one of the 16-year-old or one of the nine-year-old twins. Now, the dad was an experienced mariner that set okay. sail from Falmouth in New England or in England and spent the next 18 months crossing the Atlantic Ocean and stopping off at various ports in the Caribbean. Okay, I wondered if they had any experience, because, you know, when you hear farmer, you think Mm -hmm. more inland. Not that you have to be. I mean, obviously, there's coastal farmers, but I'm like, it doesn't seem like somebody who would have a lot of experience. It's not the image that you get. No, definitely not. The daughter, Anne, so there's five people on the boat, as we said. Wait, five? One, two, three, six, four, six. 
So Anne yeah, stayed the in them on the boat. Yeah. Anne <laughs> stayed in the Bahamas. The 18 year old stayed behind. But good, for some reason, call. they decided to take another person with them. 22 year old student Robin Williams. Not that one. On the next leg oh, of the journey. Imagine their disappointment. <laughs> oh, we thought you were the up and coming funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at these. Look at these very cool suspenders. He's got no cocaine at all. Right, because he should be dressed as Mork. Yeah. That was prime time then, Steve. <laughs> Hadn't hit it big yet. He's like, this is going to be no. who I am. In about Nanu, six, Nanu, I'm sitting upside down. In about six years, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> no, so uh, the. Bargain basement Robin Williams gets on with him, a 22-year-old college student, as they left the Caribbean to set out for New Zealand. That is a very auspicious journey. Yeah, it's a long way. However, on June 15, 1972, disaster struck. Just a few days after Lulu set had set sail from the Galapagos Islands. They were heading to the Marquesas Islands, some 3,000 miles west, but after getting 200 miles clear... Their vessel was battered three times and sunk. They made it three days? Uh, well, they made it more than three days. Oh, I probably. thought you said just days later. Uh, they said, uh, let's see. Well, what? No, they days later after they left the Galapagos Islands, okay. after they had gone like 200 miles. Okay, so. Uh, so they're, they're pretty successful. They crossed the days. Atlantic. Then they yeah, got maybe. to North America and they hit the Caribbean and then made it all the way to the Galapagos Islands. That's pretty good. Yeah, they've made a Their pretty ship, good distance. Their ship, though, yeah. had been attacked by killer whales. In just a few minutes, the Lucette had sunk. All those leaving, son of a bitches. Leaving the Robertson family and Robin Williams to seek refuge in their inflatable life raft and their fiberglass dinghy, the Edna Mare. That's what you're seeing. They fiberglass. do name dinghies. I guess they do. Yeah. <laughs> apologize. I, I do apologize <laughs> yeah. for my lack of nautical <laughs> intuition. The family had enough water for 10 days and enough emergency food rations for three days. It turns out it would be a 38-day ordeal oh in which God. the family would be forced to resort to other sources of sustenance to survive. This is where we cut to one of the sons. Douglas Robertson talking about how the family had to lay out some ground rules once they knew they were in trouble. No oh, nursing from your mother. <laughs> Apologies for the buzzing. That's just how it is today, I guess. We made a deal to each other in those early, that first day, that no matter what happened, we wouldn't eat each other and that we would die together. Wow, you said that out loud? Yeah. Because what, what's it called? We the need, custom of the sea, is that Oh, it? yeah, the custom of the sea. Can you tell us about that? Well, I mean, the, the Custom of the Sea is outlawed now. Yes. But there, there is a book called The Custom of the Sea, a very good read, about the very last case of cannibalism mm. at sea, where it was accepted up until that ruling, which was about 1870, something like that, or maybe 1800s, mid-1800s, where you drew straws to see who would be eaten. The one that drew the short straw was the person that would be eaten. And it was accepted as the custom of the sea. So wow, that the others could that live. So the others could live. <laughs> so everybody else and, gets all your food rations. You're like, well, no, just waste it away here. That's a bummer. And um, they, um, uh, they, 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 in big ships, the, the crew were even in groups. F passengers first, female passengers before male passengers. Then seamen, sailors, then ship's officers, 
apprentices or cadets first, chief officer last, captain took no part in it. That was the custom of the sea. So uh, definitely you want to shoot for being the captain at some point. Then, you got to eat everybody. Yeah. So wait, they're eating the ladies first? Well, they'd be the most so. tender. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you know, eating veal. That's the opposite of how I thought that was going to go. Well, I mean, it, it certainly seems like it would be given the other thing, you know, when it's like a ship is going down or whatever, then it's like women and children first, you know, but not, not when it comes to eating. Mm. I mean, Perfect. Um, Maitland I mean, and I are gone. Mm-hmm. But they made an agreement not to eat each other. That's a good deal. And in the article, the uh, friend Robin Williams was like, you guys would eat me first because I'm not family. Right. And they're like, did. no, bro, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, but, kidding. But yes, you would be. First. Yeah. I, I mean, mean obviously. obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's why we brought you. Uh, so where? the son, that guy, told, said they had enough food and water to sustain themselves for a very short period that they then turned to hunting animals and drinking their blood for sustenance. Drinking mm-hmm. their, oh, the animals. He explained that some of their food came easily, like flying fish and a Dorado fish that both jumped into their boats. Oh, perfect. Hey, thanks, stupid fish. Uh, they tied the raft and dinghy together and began catching turtles. Um, Douglas explaining that they hit the first one that came close to them and in the head with an oar, but it swam away. I like turtles. <laughs> Teenager convincing his dad they needed to get smart in hunting the turtles rather than merely catching whatever came close. When the next turtle arrived, they lifted it out of the water and into the raft. But when it started thrashing around, Douglas threw it out of the boat. Come on, Douglas, hold your water. Oh, no. The third turtle, they knew to tie the creature up to avoid it thrashing. Boy, this is a turtle. I like turtles. He explained that he suggested the family they should drink the turtle blood after reading about it in the Nava South by Java Head. And that's be very helpful. I mean, I'm sure my family would be very safe with. All of my kids quoting Dog Man and One Punch Man books. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I guess we should just jump up and down and throw a spell or something. Yeah. They dried the turtle meat and lived off it, relying on survival instincts not to eat anything too dangerous from the sea and the creatures they captured. We knew the liver of the turtle was poisonous on instinct. I would have never known you that. You did? On I'd instinct? Eat, yeah, I'd eaten all well, of it. You know what? I don't have a lot of... Said, never read it, just looked at it and knew you better not eat it. Whereas the liver of the shark, you could eat because they also caught a shark. The family ended up killing and eating a five-foot mako shark. Some of the teeth are still on display in the museum. How'd they kill a shark? That's what I want to know. Must have caught it and dragged it out of the water. Man, people back in the day, they were crazy. Robin, as Kelly said, the, the guest they picked up in the Bahamas was convinced that he would be consumed by the family as a non-family member. But they assured him he would live if they lived. On day thirty, day 17, the inflatable raft sunk and everyone had to transfer to the dinghy, which had almost lost two days before after the two vessels had separated. Day 20 was Lynn's birthday, and the family celebrated it with turtle meat and water. Oh. The family continued to struggle through the lack of water while they bought, battled to keep their little dinghy afloat. By day 37, they were nearing the direct sea route between Panama and Hawaii, meaning there was a greater chance of being discovered by ship. They also felt they had enough food to survive the 15 days of rowing it would take to reach land. My God. Shortly thereafter, they were spotted by a Japanese fishing trawler named the Tokamaru, which responded to their distress flare and rescued them. What a journey, though. Man, you think the five of us could last how many days? 30-something? I'll bet we could last six or seven hours. I'll tell you what the first thing we'd do. We'd pack all these snacks out here. Yeah. Those are all going with <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After that. Yeah, those are so, your snacks. Uh, yes, those are mine. 
And so you guys eat one of the other ones for a while. And when I'm out of Oreos, I'll panic too. God, Unbelievable. So sunburned. Oh that. man. <laughs> yeah. My tender skin. Yeah. We'd be fried. Yeah. yeah. I would have a hard time cause I wouldn't be able to charge my phone. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, you have glasses. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd probably start a fire in my eyes like magnifying glasses. Oh, but we could use them to boil water. What a treat that would be. Yep. Mm. Boiling seawater. It's better than no water, they say. 